Welcome to the Commercial Property Investor Show. If you ever wanted to get into commercial property but don't know how to, this is the show for you. We're going to take you through live market updates, how to put a deal together, what the experts say about commercial property and real life investor journeys and how they became financially free through commercial property. Sit back, relax and enjoy the show. Factors impacting your commercial property cash flow. Now, when you're investing in commercial property and it may be your first commercial property or potentially you're you're coming over from your residential to commercial, either way, you want to know what are some of the factors you should put in place to make sure you still maintain your cash flow position, especially now when the interest rate is rising at the moment, you know that your margins are getting squeezed and that you're making less and less cash flow as each time the interest rate rises. But you want to actually buffer yourself so that you've got money set aside for un foreseeable things that might come up but most importantly how do you maintain a status quo going forward into year two year three and four where you're going to continuously have cash flow and not have that impacted because your tenant may want new things done on the property or your tenant's not trading well or that common area outgoings are starting to affect your cash flow what is it something that you can do so that you can actually buffer yourself now Going forward in this podcast, I'm going to share with you residential versus commercial, the difference in terms of your outgoings, but mainly strata versus freehold and where you can save and where it is better for you and what type of investment is actually better for you where you don't actually have the buffer in place and that you you only have what you have leveraged up and you don't have a spare $60,000 to spend on a new roof or $30,000 on sending a new driveway or putting awnings up. But you know you have what you have and perhaps you know considering a strata property or a freestanding property is a better option. Now, I'll run you through this in this podcast and walk you through what I would consider what you need to put aside, what kind of plan you need to put aside so that you are you are always in the black and then going forward, the type of properties to consider as well. But most importantly, commercial property is different from residential. So you need to think that rather than you paying outgoings like uh, a strata or uh, council rates or water rates and, and then fix little things here and there that is going to not hurt you not break you but just annoys you commercial property when things come and impact you cash flow wise is like an earthquake it happens at once we rectify it we put buffers in place so so the richter scale of that earthquake is not a nine but more of a four or five and having that foresight really helps to minimize that that impact and once we go through that impact it can be fine going forward for you know 10 20 years so it's really understanding what you're getting yourself into so listen to this podcast and let me show you what can impact you in your commercial property today i'm actually going to talk about things that could potentially affect your cash flow in your commercial property going forward so things that affect your commercial property cash flow into the future right and we're not just talking about interest rate right a lot of people think okay so we just got interest rate now that's going up and obviously that's going to affect my cash flow going forward as well 
But there's lots of other things actually to consider that will actually affect your cash flow going forward in the future. And you need to just put buffers in place for these things if they were to happen. All right, so one of the things to really consider is capital works that would affect your cash flow in the future. So having the commercial property, it's always good to put a cash flow buffer in place because you might see that, you know, that three, five years, you might not have any capital works on the property, but going forward in the year four, year five, it's going to start having some cash flow impact, right? So if you go and have to replace the roof, the gutters, or replace an air conditioning unit, they're going to cost anything from five grand to potentially 50 grand on a property. And that can take out your cash flow, right? Especially when you have properties that are uh, that are freestanding. So the bigger the freestanding of the property, the more maintenance there is. The more more tenants, there's more foot traffic, and also the the more it's located in an area where it's got multiple type of tenants. Like you say, for example, you've got retail warehouse and office space together. The higher the maintenance cost. If you have warehouse by itself, you might be wear and tear, and there might be a lot of roof issues. But if you have sort of office spaces, you might you know, have. Um, it might be other issues in terms of if you have lifts in there or ramps or any of those things to maintain. So really, when you the bigger the property, the more maintenance cost there is. And in fact, that is when you look at res, where you look at comparing freestanding with strata. That's where strata starts to win. People think that it's never ending of paying strata bills going forward because you've got a maintenance fund and you have to continuously pay that maintenance fund and they don't want to pay that maintenance fund. But what you find is that Paying a set amount of maintenance or, or or sinking fund is actually a better off for you if you can't afford big capital costs like a roof or a gutters or any of the things that need to be refurbished on a property, then you might actually find that having a sinking fund where you know you're paying ten, twenty, thirty thousand dollars a year is going to be much better and more worth it than if you were all of a sudden being hit with 60 grand to, to take the roof off, right, and to replace the roof. And that is where uh, a strata will went out compared to a freestanding. So these are the things that affect your cash flow. So, for example, if you have to help the tenant in terms of, say, that the glass front, your retail and the glass front has to be replaced or the doorway needs to be done, or let's say that awnings, a lot of time awnings when you have a strip shops may need to be done, footpath, uh, any of those steps that are just part of what you need to maintain has to be done. That can be easily twenty or thirty thousand. Of that impacts on your cash flow. So you've got to put a buffer in place. You've got to think ahead. And also, commercial properties. If you have a freestanding property, unlike again a strata property, where it's going to uh, give you, they have a long term projection of ten or twenty years, where they want to refurbish maybe the, the outside of the property. They want to maintain the inside. They maintain the lifts and everything else. When you buy a freestanding, that's all up to you. A lot of people chase for the freestanding, but they don't realize that if they don't update the facade on a property, they don't go and maintain the outlook of the property, that property is going to fall into disrepair and tenants are not going to pay the same amount of rent for that property as they would in a strata property when they're really well maintained. So then, you know, you're, you're getting less and less rent and you bring the freestanding property to a point where really tenants are going to start vacating unless you do major capital works. And that's typically when vendors tend to sell and they sell it at a much lower value than they would get it for. Whereas with strata, it has the ability to maintain if it's managed properly, maintain that value and also go up in value over time because as well maintained, the more well maintained it is, the the better the property is looks from the outside refurbished and it runs up to scratch the higher your rent is going to be maintained and that it's easier for you to swap out a tenant and it retains the value into the future and that's 
the benefit of sort of foreseeing capital costs in the future that can eat into your cash flow versus, you know, uh, freestanding or a strata versus freestanding. Now, the other thing to impact to think about is adverse things that could happen to the property, as in act of God things that can happen. Things like, you know, if there was a a storm or hail or flooding, then there is a natural abatement in the clause of your tenant's lease that if they can't use the premise, then they don't need to pay rent uh, because the premise can't be used. And what we've seen is with a lot of the flooding or the rain that's come through in around Australia, and that's not only in regional areas, but we've seen it in metro areas as well. Or we've seen it in Sydney, in fact, as well, is that it's affected sometimes to create a mould in properties that it kind of and, and tenants is a health issue and the tenant needs to vacate. Sometimes it's caused leaks into the property and issues that the tenant has destroyed their furniture or their property and they can't operate. Sometimes it has uh, created some kind of structural damage to the property or ingress of water into the property that then created more issues than because it can't be dried out or it's created some kind of plumbing blockage because there's been sort of wash-offs of soils and and uh, it's plumbing issues that again affects your tenant and how they operate right so things can happen easily to skylights the windows to toilets and outhouses that happen that's all part of the, the property and you might find especially our fresco dining areas outdoor areas these things affect the property and they tend to flow onto the effect of causing cash flow impact or downward cash flow for you because you have to now come up with capital costs to fix it. If it was a strata, they'll have something in the sinking fund, they'll have something emergency funds, and of course you only pay a percentage of it if everyone has to chip in for it. So that's the benefit of strata versus versus uh, freestanding as well. Moving forward. What really then impacts on your cash flow, apart from interest rate rises, which everyone knows, is incidentals, right? And we always say cost is the enemy, and especially when it comes to commercial property, cost is the enemy. When you take over a multi-tenanted property, regardless of whether it's a strata property or a freestanding property, one of the things to look at is how to minimize that cost. So, for example, when we take over and when we look at, this is also part of effective asset management, is, say, common area. All right, common area electricity is one of the biggest things that chew up costs, and with electricity costs going up to 30%, that could impact on your cash flow. So what can we do to minimize that? Can we minimize that by putting sensor lights in? Yes, it's a one-off cost that's going to cost you some money, but it's going to save you electricity in the long run. Can we put LED lights, uh, efficiency light bulbs in uh, light, lights in, in there? Can, what can we create that's easy, that the tenant can still get that security, but without causing issues for you in the long run. Then, you know, for example, we had an issue where my tenant used on the ground level of a property in Ipswich, he's get flooded and I've replaced the carpet twice already. So this time I've just put floor tiles in there. So that's not gonna happen again, right? So these are the things that you've got to think about in the future that affects your cash flow, right? So we, when we take over a property, we've got to look at, you know, what are some of the things that are likely to cause issues and we'll replace them with more efficient uses. So there might be a first capital cost, but then the future is better as well. So your common area cleaning, garden maintenance, those areas obviously with strata, they should constantly be looking at reducing them. But if you have a freestanding property, these are the things that eat into your cost. When I took over my property in Ipswich, they were doing about $700 a month on cleaning. And we only had one toilet, uh, five, six tenants. And so that seems really ridiculous, even though there was sort of maintenance of the property itself and the gardening. We've got that down to about $550 
And so that, you know, it's not a lot, but if you look at $700 times 12, $550 by 12, you know, you're saving a couple of grand, but that goes straight into your pocket as well. Now, going further from there, what can we do to incentivize getting the tenant to take care of their own? Or chip in to take care of their own as well so with a tenant like this uh, we might be able to get them to do some maintenance just take care of the front area obviously change the lighting but in terms of can we go out and get better contractors can we rather than doing the gardening every week can we do it every fortnight or every 10 days or to reduce that cost as well going on from there you've got to look at uh, things like if there was any common area in terms of water usage uh, any common areas in terms of parking maintenance those things all those common area stuff is stuff you try to reduce as well because they impact on cash flow and then finally one of the things you do not cheap out on is property management right just because something is free or three percent or compared to four percent or three percent compared to five percent and it's a gross lease and say you're paying for the property management you choose the best property manager out there and if they charge five percent or six percent pay for it because you're going to get that back in droves because if they can save you in outgoings and costs that will save you in cash flow more cash flow in the pocket it also if they can negotiate better with a tenant it will increase the value of your property and it all comes out to be worth it in the end so do not chip out on property management that's the one thing because if they can manage your property better in fact they can asset manage your property better for a cheaper price than an asset manager would then you are in a good stead and use them instead because they will reduce the cost of your property anyway coming back to more costs right make sure you put a buffer in place and the other thing is about and looking at how, of course, this is about looking long term into your tenants. So I always monitor what your tenants are going to need. If your tenants are starting to pay rent that's not on time, your tenants are having some issues, you've got to flag that earlier, right? Get into it earlier. You can then negotiate. You put a buffer in place. You can then do a, a basically rent payment or any of the things that they might have an issue with that's causing them issues to pay. So, for example, one of our tenants, there was a sliding door that just continuously didn't get fixed. Uh, one of our tenants that had that was paying for uh, cold storage when they should have been using cold storage room got really fed up. You know, they were paying extra $350 a week, which, you know, it's not a lot of money, but for a tenant can be. We fixed that issue. You know, that was a once-off issue. It wasn't a drain. We got the tenant was happy and we moved on, right? And these are the simple things that can drain your cash flow because it's a constant thing. So rather than putting out the fire find the cause of the fire and solve it in commercial property it's going to be a capital cost so save up and have that buffer but it's going to save you give you more cash flow in the future as well another thing to look out for is during the time where you know you obviously have that change of tenancy where you might swap out a tenant that is going to cost you the most right they're going to have that loss of tenants going out you're going to have that leasing fee you gonna have rent free period rent incentives that can cost you six months in a blink of an eye right but keeping your current tenant saves you that six months but maybe potentially you could give your tenant a one or two or three months rent free to incentivize them to take up the option or renegotiate uh, and be more equitable to actually save you the cost so it becomes a win-win so major things just remember when we're looking at costs and what impacts on your cash flow in commercial property put a buffer in place go for capital fixes rather than putting out the fire little by little treat the cause not the symptom and with if you find that it's that you can't or you you don't have the buffer in place 
to be able to comprehend with having a freestanding property because there is going to be maintenance costs on the property go for a strata property where you know that how much is the maintenance fee you can calculate and work forward ahead of time this way you're not finding yourself short you're not seeing a $60,000 roof replacement and realize you only have $30,000. Whereas in, in the strata, if it's managed properly each year, you put in that 10K or 5K or 3K over 10 years, you know the roof is going to be taken care of. Either way, maintaining the value of your commercial property is imperative to you keeping the cash flow of your commercial property. So make sure that you have that buffer in place. And what really diminishes the, value, the cash flow of your commercial property, regardless strata or freestanding is when the property is not being taken care of when the tenant feels like they can't run their business efficiently in there and that you are losing either traffic because people aren't walking there or going there and things are not happening in the area because it's not gentrifying or for something you're doing people are avoiding the the property and number two the property isn't up to scratch where they feel like they shouldn't be paying that full amount of rent so take care of those things and you'll see your cash flow grow and if you feel like you can't have, you don't have those buffers saved enough, go for a strata versus a freestanding. But if you feel like you can definitely put enough buffer aside, then go for freestanding over strata, right? Regardless, the choice is entirely up to you. But if you need a helping hand helping you decide and helping you to work out what exactly you need going forward and how much buffer you should be putting in place and what you should be doing with a tenant to actually really manage that property in the situation, reach out to us, helentarrant.com, helenacommercialpropertycashflow.com.au. Bye for now. You've been listening to Commercial Property Investor Show. Tune in to the next episode to find out how you too can replace your work income with passive income through commercial property.